I get by with a little help from my friends. Wise words from the Beatles that really show just how important it is to give back in a belief system that Jovan Antolin has followed his entire life. I saw something I never expected to see. I saw great amount of poverty. I saw kids walking without slippers. And that really affected me. I asked myself this question. Surely, there's something that can be done. From helping a dying Canadian stranded in the Philippines with a late-stage liver disease to encouraging people to adopt a family during the holiday season. This week's episode of Pinoy Nation follows the story of Jovan Antolin's charitable causes and the importance of giving back. Hello and welcome. I'm Eden Tababa and you're listening to Pinoy Nation, an Ami news podcast made for Filipinos by Filipinos. Join us each week as we share the accomplishments, challenges, and everyday stories of the Pinoy diaspora in Canada and beyond. Jovan Antolin achieved the Canadian dream when he immigrated to British Columbia in the 1980s, leaving his home in the Philippines to build a better life for his future family. Fast forward two decades and Antolin has achieved just that, blessed with a successful career, beautiful home, loving wife, and two kids. And though everything was going perfectly on paper, an impromptu vacation to Boracay changed everything. When we arrived in Bora, we rented this whole motorbike. Not very big, but enough to spend good portion of day tour. Then when we arrived in Barangay Yapak, we stopped by the school, Yapak Elementary School. I was baffled because I saw something I never expected to see. I saw great amount of poverty. I saw their school dilapidated. I saw kids walking without slippers. And that really affected me. I asked myself this question. Surely, there's something that can be done. A beautiful island in the central Philippines, Boracay is known for its resorts and beaches. Antoline says he'll never forget the big difference between tourists and the local Pinoys. A glaring contrast, he says he never noticed when living there himself. Mga kapwa Pinoy in Canada, consider yourself blessed because you're able to go to a rich, beautiful country that gives you a lot of opportunities in life. In the summer of 2009, Antoline decided to do something about it. He packed his life up in BC and headed back to Boracay permanently. We left everything. We sold our property in Boracay. We moved. We didn't plan to just say, oh, let's just see what happens. If things go bad, we'll move back to Vancouver. No, we burned our bridges. This is it. This move is long-term move. Basically, we left life in Vancouver to start and re-establish life in Bora with different dream and determination. So we started that on our own. We called our family, church friends. We said we had acquaintances here, our neighbors. Would you like to help them? And this much is the cost. At that time, it's $20 a month. Since its inception, the Antoline family helped 120 children with their family sponsorship program, the first of many charitable initiatives they've started in Boracay. Antoline describes the process as slow and steady. One graduated to become a teacher and she's taking her board exam. 
And then the other graduated on food tech. She's actually working at Shangri-La. We have two students in third year of becoming a nurse, one student in third year of pre-med to become a doctor. Lots of students now in the university wanting to become an engineer, accountant, business management. They've spent 12 years giving back to the people of Burakai, but never did the Antoline family imagine their charitable efforts would extend to Canadian tourists visiting the island. That is, until they met Kevin Lynch. Kevin Lynch changed Antoline's life forever, and Lynch's life would never be the same without Antoline. A young Canadian from British Columbia, Lynch was an avid traveler with a love for the Philippines. While on his annual solo trip to Boracay, Lynch was caught in the government's COVID-19 lockdown in March of 2020. A few months into his forced quarantine on the island, he began to feel stomach pains, prompting him to go to the hospital, where he was later diagnosed with cirrhosis, a late-stage liver disease. Close friend Matthew Jeanette had no clue anything was wrong until a few weeks later when he stumbled upon a Facebook post from a Boracay radio station showing pictures of Lynch lying in a hospital bed. There were some concerned uh, citizens and friends that were reaching out to people uh, that knew Kevin, I guess, through his Facebook page, um, just sort of reaching out to anyone that knew him and letting them know that um, how dire Kevin's situation was and that he needed help and money. With an emergency med back to Canada costing anywhere from thirty dollars to $70,000 and Lynch's hospital stay already costing over $10,000, family and friends say they felt helpless. And while they did what they could from the other side of the world, Guionette says that locals in the area became a surprisingly helpful and generous support system. Locals like Antoline. This is what I do. I'm there to help people, especially in the local community, but much more when a fellow Canadian is in trouble. I know he doesn't have a family here, so right away I want to do something. Antoline connected with friends who worked at the hospital to get updates on Lynch's condition, regularly sending over wet wipes, adult diapers, and other health essentials necessary for his recovery. And even with all the help from community members in the area, Antoline agrees there is only so much that he could do for Lynch in the Philippines. In Canada, we have a healthcare system that when you get sick, you can go to the hospital, it's going to be okay, and at the end of all of it, you just sign and go home. Here in the Philippines, when you go to the hospital, if money does not come on time, there's not much to be done. They cannot work without money being there. In a statement to Omni News, Panay Healthcare MPC said Lunch's health needs were always taken care of. Despite their best efforts, Lunch's story came to a tragic end. Lunch was pronounced dead on October 9, 2021 at Panay Healthcare MPC after spending nearly two years in hospital. A GoFundMe page originally started to cover mounting hospital expenses for Lynch raised over $24,000 to date. But now those donations are going towards funeral expenses, outstanding hospital bills, and transporting Lynch's body back to Canada. Though his new friend wasn't able to survive his battle with liver disease, Antoline continued to do what he could to help. His family hosted a small memorial that took place on October 28th in Boracay with local friends in attendance. Antoline also says he'll be bringing Lunch's remains home to BC in December, a gift his family is thankful for. 
Winter season is filled with holidays that celebrate the spirit of giving, which is why Antoline and his family are so proud of their successful adoptive family program. Amid the lights and Christmas trees, most of the homes are quiet because they have barely anything during Christmas. Typically, there is bread and pancit, and that's their Christmas. And I felt bad because I want to see a glimpse of hope. So we decided eight years ago with 20 families. That was our budget. If you could only see the joy they have when we gave them food, for them this is the best Christmas ever. And we said, let's do this again and again. Many Boracay residents rely on international tourism for work. When the COVID-19 pandemic brought that industry to a standstill, many found themselves struggling to put food on the table. We've been running this program for nine years, but for the longest time, we've done 350 families because that's the scope of our budget that we do every year. The only difference is we're going to try to target up to 1,700 families because most are affected by the pandemic. For every $25 donated to their adoptive family Christmas program, two families in the Philippines will receive a bag full of rice, bread, spaghetti noodles, and other staple food items. More than that, actually, if I can show you, many of our friends who sent their balikbayan boxes were filled with toys and clothes. So when they opened the parcel, they were so amazed. Hope, biggest thing they can have. Because they realize they're not forgotten. They realize and know people care about them. Eight years into the program and their team of volunteers has grown from Antoline, his wife and kids, to over 40 people working together to bring Christmas to underprivileged families in Boracay. But their work isn't over yet. The organization has received over $5,000 so far this year. But Antoline says they need more than 12,000 to reach their target of 1,700 families. This Christmas is a good start to say there will be brighter days ahead. We can only do that with the help of so many people like you watching this to say, let me shine a little bit of hope at this moment because we know we can and we can do that together. We plan to give Christmas products on December 15 instead of December 24, early enough so families can plan and everything will be ready for them so they can settle down and cook something special for Christmas. Thank you for joining us today on Pinoy Nation. You can subscribe to the show and stream the latest episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Links to everything we discussed in this week's episode will be available in the show notes. Don't forget to follow Omni Television on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for the latest updates on the podcast. Pinoy Nation is an Omni News production and part of the Frequency Podcast Network, produced by Eden Beba and Nantika Ravi. Andrew McKay is our executive producer, and I'm your host, Eden Beba. Until next time, Hang Samuli.